0: what Clarity HD is, is it's kind of the newest iteration, newest generation of this tomosynthesis technology. And um, at the James, uh, we use this technology at every single one of our imaging sites.
1: This is the James Cancer-Free World Podcast. I'm Steve Wartenberg and my guest is Natasha Monga. Natasha is a breast imaging radiologist at the Stephanie Spielman Comprehensive Breast Center of the James. And Natasha will fill us in on Clarity HD, a new and even more precise way to take and then read the images that help radiologists detect breast cancer in their earliest and most treatable stages. Welcome, Natasha.
0: Thanks so much for having me here.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure. And I'm always curious, how did you become a radiologist? What brought you in this direction?
0: Absolutely. Um, In medical school, uh, radiology is one of those fields that um, fewer medical students get exposed to, but as they do, uh, you get to learn just what a great impact and what a large impact radiologists make um, on patients' health care. Um, So as I went through my rotations, um, I realized how much I really enjoyed anatomy um, and how was I gonna use that um, to practice medicine. And when I was exposed to radiology, um, I really learned the cutting edge technology that radiologists get to use every single day. So whether that be through mammography, which we'll talk about later today, CT, MRI, ultrasound, um, radiologists are really at the cutting edge of healthcare and um, the precision that we can uh, make in a diagnosis is is pretty incredible to be a part of.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned, I hadn't thought of this, radiologists need to know the entire human anatomy because you take pictures, images of the entire body.
0: That's right. Um, head to toe, radiologists are involved in clinical decision making, um, and so we interface with uh, patients across all spectrums, um, physicians across all disciplines, and so radiologists um, are often referred to as the doctor's doctor um, for that oh. reason because yeah. we're truly involved um, in healthcare in every every aspect.
1: But do you now specialize in in breast cancer radiology and imaging
0: that's correct and so um, after my uh, radiology residency training um, i pursued a fellowship in breast imaging Um, at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. And once I finished that fellowship, um, I started working here at Stephanie Spielman uh, Breast Cancer Center. And in that role, um, I have the opportunity to interact directly with patients on a daily basis, um, whether that be in the screening mammography setting, diagnostic mammography setting, uh, procedure setting. Uh, We really have the opportunity to to meet with patients um, from their ideally in preventing and early detection of breast cancer, um, all the way through the treatment of breast cancer and, and uh, imaging
1: afterwards. So coming here, and you, you've come, you came here less than a year ago, and you brought someone with you, I understand.
0: I did. Um, my husband, uh, Vikram Chakravarti, is also um, a physician here at the James. Um, he's a neurosurgeon um, specializing in spine oncology.
1: What was the, the factor that brought you two here?
0: Um, we were really compelled to work for a comprehensive cancer center. Um, both of us, um, are highly specialized in oncology care and we're looking for opportunities to, um, further that, um, understanding of the treatment of breast cancer, the detection, well, breast cancer in my yeah. case, <laughs> um, and the, and the treatment and, uh, working for the James, um, was that perfect opportunity for both of us.
1: Yeah, that's a good point that, that you wanted to work for a comprehensive cancer center because it, it, it touches every phase of research, treatment, surgery, imaging. I mean, it's comprehensive is, is the right word. <laughs> Absolutely. So you came here and you're now an expert in breast cancer imaging. What are, what are sort of the basics? What does a radiologist do and what are sort of the different imaging techniques that you see?
0: So in breast imaging, uh, the bread and butter of breast imaging is mammography. Uh, Mammography is what we use um, for screening for breast cancer and is really our best tool in the early detection of breast cancer. Um, We also use other modalities like ultrasound um, to help us evaluate things that we may see on on mammography. Um, We use it ultrasound in the supplementary breast cancer screening, uh, as a supplementary breast cancer screening tool. Um, We use MRI as well. Um, And so all of these methods, um, when used in combination and together, are um, are really helpful in detection um, and in, in treatment.
1: So the basic, the one that most women would get on hopefully a yearly basis, is a mammogram. What is that technology?
0: That's correct. So um, mammogram, uh, for the average risk woman, uh, we recommend to the American College of Radiology and the Society of Breast Imaging, recommends starting screening mammography at the age of 40. So what that means is it's uh, a form of um, x-ray, low-dose radiation, where we um, expose the breast um, and look for subtle differences in the breast tissue from year to year that may be a sign of something that we need to evaluate further. Um, and so I can't stress enough the importance of starting at the age of 40 and really doing this every year so we can detect, detect those subtle changes um, at an early stage.
1: You're right, starting at the age of 40, but even sooner, right, if you have a family history or a genetic mutation. That's that would, correct. Yeah. And
0: so, um, what we recommend is that all women by the age of 30 have a risk assessment. And so, if women are at a more than average risk, what we call high risk, um, there are other modalities that we can use um, that uh, detect that help to detect breast cancer early. Um, and so, um, that's really a conversation that all women should be having um, with their physicians uh, before the age of 30 to determine their risk. Um, one thing to keep in mind. Um, in the average risk setting is 75% of women who ultimately go on to have a breast cancer diagnosis actually don't have a family history of breast cancer. Right. Um, so it really highlights that importance of um, making sure that you're getting checked regularly.
1: So you read these images, right?
0: That's correct. So um, that's what we do um, all day, every day um, at the James. We have a team of breast imaging radiologists who do just that. Um, We interpret the images, um, we make recommendations based off those images, um, and if those recommendations um, include biopsies, we also do biopsies every single day.
1: And you so, you do the biopsy.
0: That's correct. So, uh, okay. as breast radiologists, um we um, have a very direct um, interaction with our patients. Um so we're often the first to interface with our patients um, when we' when they're being diagnosed um, in the biopsy setting. Um, we're also um, instrumental in localizing breast cancers before surgery. So, we use um, here what are called radioactive seeds. We place those in the breast, um, or we place wires in the breast um, right before surgery. Um, and so um, breast imaging radiologists really get to do uh, quite a bit.
1: So detecting something in an x-ray, in a scan, is a little bit of an art form. So what, help people understand what is it you see that would make you say, this isn't right, we need to do a biopsy. What does it look like?
0: Yeah. And that's a great question. Um, there are kind of three, um, large categories of findings, um, that we could see on a mammogram, um, that would cue us into something, um, that we need to work up further. Um, something to keep in mind for all patients that, um, are recalled from their screening mammogram, just because you're recalled, doesn't necessarily mean that you have breast cancer.
1: Recalled meanings, come on in for more Coming back for additional pictures.
0: Exactly. Um, and so on a, on a screening mammogram, um, things that we most commonly look for. Masses um, are an indication um, that there may be something going on that we wanna evaluate further. Um, calcifications are another uh, possible abnormality that may indicate cancer. Um, and um, uh, something called architectural distortion um, is another. And that's just um, the tissue looking different from other regions of the tissue, of the other breast tissue. So. Um, those are kind of in broad categories, things that we're looking for.
1: Does it look, and I think I've seen enough, does it look like little white spots or is it the shape of it? Like what what, ex, what makes yeah. you think it's suspicious?
0: Yeah. And so that's exactly right. So calcifications do look uh, like white spots on, <laughs> on a mammogram. Um, we're looking for, um, you know, on, in masses, we're looking for shapes. We're looking for margins. Um, we have an entire lexicon um, called BIRADS that helps us describe those, um, those abnormalities. Um, but, you know, something for um, that I can't stress enough just because you've been called back from your screening mammogram. Um, for something that we called a a mass or calcifications um, doesn't necessarily mean that it's cancer. Um, So I just actually wanted to highlight um, what that means kind of on a large scale. So out of every 100 women that get a screening mammogram, um, 90 will get a result that say it's normal. Okay. Um, 10 will be asked to return for either additional mammogram or ultrasound pictures. Of those, um, six will then be go on to told that it's normal. Um, two will be asked to return in about six months to check up on things again, and two will be recommended for biopsies. So So, that's something just to keep in mind in terms of the broad
1: scope. So 2% of all women will get a biopsy.
0: Um, of, yeah, you could say that in a, in a screening, in a screening setting.
1: Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Natasha will fill us in on the Clarity HD and how that's helping her make even more precise diagnosis. In today's world, misinformation abounds. But at the Ohio State Health and Discovery website, we're addressing today's most relevant health, wellness, science, and research topics all from the Ohio State experts you can trust. We're tapping into physicians, scientists, and thought leaders across our medical center and health sciences colleges to give you the deeper story behind the headlines and the truth about the topics affecting the health of individuals, society, and the world. Visit health.osu.edu today. We're back with Natasha Monga, a breast imaging radiologist at the Spielman and the James. And you gave us a great overview of mammograms and the different technologies. And now let's get into this Clarity HD, the next generation. So what is it and what does it do better?
0: So, um... To understand uh, Clarity HD, I'd like to take a step back and talk about what is that technology? What does that technology mean? And so um, Clarity HD is a form of tomosynthesis. Um, Tomosynthesis is known as a 3D mammogram. um, So a lot of women might have heard about that. Um, And so what tomosynthesis is, is it's multiple low-dose x-rays that are acquired over an an arc over the breast. And what that allows us to do is um, that the images are reconstructed into planes or slabs, and it allows us as radiologists to scroll through a mammogram as opposed to a single image um, to look at the tissue in different planes. Um, And so that's kind of how we get that quote-unquote 3D effect um, is by minimizing um, that overlapping tissue that might be seen on a conventional 2D mammogram. Um, and giving us um, a better sense of what might be lying underneath. Um,
1: so this has been around for the TOMO, 3D has been around for several years, and is it's currently the standard that you use?
0: That's correct. So TOMO synthesis was um, approved by the FDA in 2011. Um, since then, there's been rigorous study of the technology. Um, and what we've found is that... Um, Two major benefits is um, it decreases those recall rates that we were talking about. Oh, so okay. decreases those false positives um, that may um, ask a woman to come in for for additional imaging. So huge benefit in that regard. Um, and number two is it helps us increase the detection of an invasive cancer. Um, and so we've really been able to by minimizing that um, overlapping tissue. Uh, we've really been able to detect invasive cancer at a, a significant rate using this technology. Um, and so what Clarity HD is, is it's kind of the newest iteration, newest generation of this tomosynthesis technology. And um, at the James, uh, we use this technology at every single one of our imaging sites. So we have 14 imaging sites um, in Columbus. That and includes
1: the mobile Mammog- mam- mammogram bus or truck or whatever, right?
0: That's is right. It, that's right. Including the mobile, including the mobile, yeah. um, the mobile van. And so um, that uh, technology, no matter where you get your mammogram, if you come to the James, um, that's being used. And not only is it um, is it the same technology, it's the same radiologists who are reading it, no matter where you get your imaging. So uh-huh. um, even if we are physically at a different location, you're going to be getting those same. Uh, breast imaging trained radiologist reading those mammograms
1: because they just send it via the computer and it's in the system that's right so this type of 3d technology and now the advanced one that again a comprehensive breast center has that where if you could go if a woman's going to a smaller clinic somewhere it may not be that
0: that's yeah that's right and so um the way that we um, acquire our images um, is using this Clarity HD technology, um, and this tomo- the way that we acquire them actually reduces the radiation dose by half, oh. by one half. And so, um, we use those reconstructed images to um, increase our um, our characterization of margins of masses. Um, It helps us see um, certain findings better than we've ever been able to before. And um, uh, we reduce radiation risk by half, radiation dose by half, rather, I should say, um, which I know um, is one of those concerns that that patients have. Um,
1: Yeah, if you're doing it year after year after year, that's cutting it in half. Right. Wow, so what does it look like now if you would compare what you're seeing now with the clarity compared to what you saw previous to that?
0: The imaging technology is uh, really um, has great resolution, um, so it has two times the resolution. Um, also, um, it uses a um, AI algorithm um, in the background that kind of optimizes the images before we uh, to optimizes the images as we're reading them, and so um, it can really help us characterize masses in particular uh, better or that architectural distortion that we were talking about. Um, and so it's really kind of the latest and greatest in our um, imaging technology.
1: Now, would it be something that me being not an expert, if I saw an old one the old way and now the new one, would I be able to tell the difference almost like looking at an old TV and an HD TV? Is it that significant?
0: I think what um, patients would notice is more so the paddle that we use, it's something called um, smart curve technology. Um, And so the previous uh, paddles were more straight and didn't go, didn't form around the natural curvature of the breast. These are the paddles
1: that are pressed against the woman to get the images.
0: That's, that's right. And so on our mammogram machines, these paddles are, are, are all now curved. Um, and so it really uh. is, the goal is to improve comfort um, because that's another um, definitely another thing that women um, are concerned about when they come in. And um, this technology, which we also have at every breast imaging center and every um, place that we do screening mammograms, um, is this smart curve. And that smart curve really improves comfort.
1: So we've t- talked about this before, but I, I, I just think we should reiterate the, how, the importance of getting mammograms and detecting breast cancer in the earliest stages just has saved thousands or, or more lives.
0: Yeah, that's right. And so um, just a few more statistics um, to kind of highlight why that is so important. Um, so 21% of breast cancers occur in women younger than 50. Um, Mammography um, has reduced uh, breast cancer deaths by um, 30 to 50 percent for women who obtain wow. screening mammography regularly, um, and it's really the only screening tool in breast imaging that's known to reduce um, the rate of death from breast cancer. Um, and so, every every medical society agrees that um, that uh, the most lives are saved when we start screening at age 40.
1: Do you find, and this might be hard for you to answer because you're seeing women who come in to get mammograms, but are there still women for whatever reasons are resistant? And, and could be just lack of financial resources to do it, but are, are there still women resistant who, you know, obviously should be getting them?
0: Yes. Um, you know, in uh, breast cancer, there are still um, a lot of disparities um, in uh in populations whether that be um, by race geography financial situations and so um, we try and and mitigate that in many ways and so one thing that i think is really important to keep in mind is screening uh, mammography with tomosynthesis including this clarity hd technology is 100 percent covered Um, and so uh, there's no out-of-pocket expense to patients who want to get their screening mammogram. Want to get their screening mammogram with tomosynthesis, and so um, we, also have, uh, different, um, we also have different. We also have different. Opportunities for women to get transport to our breast imaging centers um, if transportation is um, a challenge. Um, and if mobile mammography works best for you, that location, that mo- that van moves around the city. Um, and so we and try the, and improve and access yeah. and the state.
1: Because we did have Electra Paskett was on the podcast and she talked about the, let's see if I get it right, Pelotonia funded turning the page on breast cancer program that was is reaching out to um, underserved populations to provide them with mammograms, which is exactly one of the things you're talking about. So that's uh, a huge goal of the James.
0: Absolutely, the goal is um, that you know we make sure that women have access to screening um, because screening saves lives.
1: Now this is gonna sound like a strange question, but I've actually talked to two men who have the BRCA gene themselves, which, would mean they would pass it on to their daughters, but also they would have an increased risk of breast cancer. Do you ever do imaging for men, or how often do you do imaging for men?
0: That's a that's a great question. Um, not routinely, um, but we do do breast imaging for men, um, often in the setting of something that they maybe felt that wasn't there before. Um, and so mammograms are offered um, to men in those settings. Um, and um, ultrasounds as well.
1: Yes, because men can get breast cancer. That's uh, right. Of course, it's very rare, but so so I, I'd like to kind of finish up by for you. You you know this. I can just tell by the way you're talking that you are really passionate about making sure women get their mammograms. So, what's it like to get to talk to women and deal with women and give them good news and sometimes walk them through the bad news? What kind of motivates you to? To be so persistent and passionate about all this,
0: um, I think that this is one of the most rewarding jobs. Um, for that reason, that patient interaction, and so um, oftentimes we do get, get to give patients good news that you know they're um, maybe they come back for their imaging after a cancer diagnosis and we don't see it anymore. Yeah. Um, when we do have to deliver bad news, I think it's um, important that. Um, we stress that you're doing the right thing by getting imaging. We want to catch these things early, and if we catch these things early, you, we have better likelihood of success. And so that I think is very motivating um, to continue pursuing, um, pursuing you know talking to talking to you and talking to the community about why we sh- why we need to be doing this, why women need to be getting uh, breast cancer screening.
1: All right, well we'll keep pressing for that. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that. And everyone out there, the Clarity HD at the Stephanie Spielman is the latest and and best technology for when you get your mammogram. So come on over and see Natasha. (laughs) Please do. This podcast is brought to you by the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center, Arthur G. James Cancer Hospital, and Richard J. Solove Research Institute. For more information, check out our website, cancer.osu.edu.